What's going on, everybody? It is Friday, June 26th, and we have waited, shit, what, four months to say these words? Baseball is back. We have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast, and we actually have baseball to talk about, so we are all very excited. Um, I'm your host, Matt Zawaski, a.k.a. Southside Zoe, a.k.a. Father Zoe. Uh... With me as always are my guys, Mr. Aldo Soto. I mean, how could you not enjoy after suffering like two and a half months of the MLB and the union arguing? Uh, and now we get to argue about service time manipulation. So yes. I cannot okay. wait. <laughs> and Mr. And I'm sorry, not Mr. He didn't go to seminary school. We call him Mr. <laughs> Reverend K. Fids. What's up, Reverend? I earned that REV. And yeah, it's nice to be back to like where, you know, Cubs and Sox fans are fighting about, you know, you know, who's won a World Series most recently and bad attendance jokes. And it's oh. nice to actually have a return to what feels like a little bit of normalcy in a time of insanity. So, yes. And we have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about what's going to happen with baseball being back. Um, we'll talk about, you know, what we think about the schedule and um we're gonna play a fun game we're gonna call the game will it happen and i'm gonna bring up some milestones that could possibly be hit yeah we'll get into it all right Ooh. so with all that being said let's tap this guy rebuild of the favorites we here for the latest yeah. south side or the north side not tuned to the greatest home team for the home teams both sides got our own rings on the mound or the long ball but we don't put the wrong strings yeah it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. This is what you waiting for. You can put it on the As always, the show is brought to you by SportsMicro, SportsMicro.com. Make sure you go and download the app, turn on push notifications, so you'll be notified before all of your family and friends when something happens in Chicago sports. With sports coming back now more than ever, you want to have those notifications on. SportsMicro, SportsMicro.com. All right, fellas. Baseball's back. It's back. It's back. It's back. It was like watching your parents fight in an uncomfortable way for like – three weeks between the owners and the players. We kind of all had a feeling that it was going to end like this, you know, like they wanted the players want to be able to still file the grievance. The owners still want to make money. So basically we did a whole song and dance just to end on the agreement that they had in March. I think that's pretty accurate, right? Yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So we have a 60 game season. Great job. Thank you. I didn't even rehearse that. Uh, we have a 60-game season. So, Universal DH. Yes. <laughs> for good. Universal DH. Well, at least this year and next year, I think. Is it, isn't that what they signed up for? Uh, I think it's for sure this year. And then, I mean, they're probably going to negotiate it okay. for next year. And then forever. So, 
Uh, players are reporting uh, the first week of July. July, I think the White Sox said they're going to show up on July 3rd, but July 1st, they can technically start showing up. Um, from what I've been reading from people that are on the inside, right now it's like uh, a huge cue the Benny Hill music scurry to get these facilities sterilized and up to the new code and they're starting to figure out travel arrangements and who's going to go where and what's happening with extended 40 60 man roster who's going to be on a taxi squad and it being june 26 you got about five days to figure your shit out so you got to imagine though that some of these organizations had a, a feeling that this was how it was going to go um so they were somewhat prepared at least you'd like to think so um We'll see. Yeah, I did find it quite entertaining, though, that as everybody was riding the high of the baseball is back tweets that are coming out, Colorado Rockies report, Charlie Blackman and four, three other players tested positive for COVID-19. It's like, all right, so we're brought back down to earth right away. We're going to see things like that, you know, as uh, we've been seeing some of these states, their numbers spike up again, but hopefully they – are able to keep things safe, keep it, you know, sterilized. And where I find hope, and I guess this is kind of where we should just open it up, though, is how well it's been going for the KBO. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get me wrong. I know it's a completely different country, and that's actually saying a lot. But um, they've seemed to figure some things out. And if the MLB can even adapt some of those policies and, you know, what they got going on just to keep it going. I just want, I don't want them to F this up is basically what I'm saying. I don't we, need know. An, we need an update from, uh, from Nick. Like, are they not yeah. spitting? Or it's like, how's, how's that going? Like, yeah, it's not going to be easy. Do they yeah, get gone? Hey, I'm going to tell you this right now too. Like I go on walks all the time. Uh, every, every, my girlfriend and I go on a walk in the morning before she heads off to work. And, I spit like I'm it's a baseball coach. Like I'm out there spitting all the time. In fact, it, you know, hell, if you were a wrestler in high school, forget about it. If you're trying to cut weight, but I, I spit a lot. I didn't realize how much I spit because now I've caught myself on the walk. Like, I feel like I'm going to be judged harshly by like mm -hmm. people walking by. If I'm like <laughs> dropping a little, you know, whatever I don't dip, but I just sometimes I got to spit. Like I'm just not even, I do it subconsciously. So those guys, you're going to take it even further because you're in the midst of that routine. And I'm sorry, but there are some of those dudes, some of the routines of actually getting in the box requires them to spit at some point, whether it's mm -hmm. in their gloves, whether it's, in, that's a huge part of what, you know, your saliva is like kind of like a, it's, it's an additional tool in your tool shed. So that's going to be kind of weird to watch them do that. That's yeah. And, I mean, they can't, have gum, they can't have seeds. Um, it takes it's, sodium pills. Can't argue. Six feet. Yeah, six feet. You All can that's be fined, so fined and or suspended if you come out and like start arguing with an umpire. What if you put a pressure hoops and you yell six <laughs> feet away? Like, hey, you suck, you asshole, and you're six feet away, though. No shit. I, if I'm a manager, I'm wearing a hula hoop. I'm wearing a socially distanced arguing radius <laughs> apparatus this to allow me to get within hoop. six feet to tell that head, that umpire that his head looks like a penis with a helmet on. You know, that's what you want. He, he can hear Joey, you Joey, go get my arguing hoop. This asshole. <laughs> Set it up for Skip over there at the stairs. Get my arguing hoop. God damn it. Shit, Skip got the circle. Here we go. Oh, jeez. Oh, Here we go. Players <laughs> Tip their caps up, right? <laughs> or you could just have a long bill of a cap that's six feet, which would be make it more comical. 
as you argue, it'd be hard for them to take you serious if you weren't out there with a. Uh, are there are there any fat managers? I mean, if you're, if you're fat, you just use your stomach. I don't think there's any really fat guys anymore. Oh yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, that, that's that's. Are these young uh, men? <laughs> Call them at risk now at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah we need uh, we need to bring back fat managers. Might start that campaign. I, I think um, we should start with bringing back fat third base coaches first, just because right. that's far more entertaining when there's a hot shot down the line. For sure. Yeah, no, that is watching them fall down or like try to catch their balance, and they do that like fat guy fall where they get the yeah. He was actually the first one I thought of too. Feeling uh, like a baby coming out of the womb. It's beautiful. Um. So with the sixty game season, the way it's going to break down is um. It's basically geographical. Um, and it sounds like teams are playing 40 games in their division. Yes. Right? Yeah. 40 games, in 40. Their, 40 games in there tentatively, 40 games in their division, and then 20 games basically against National League teams in their geographical area. Right. So, what this means, and it brings me great pleasure to say this, as someone that thinks the Cub Sox argument is the dumbest fucking thing in the history of the world, because no, they are not rivals. They are not in the same division. They play each other six times a year. That is not a rivalry. (laughs) They are rivals if they are in the same division, and if this sticks and they remain in the same division, they will be rivals, and then, yes, this stuff will be warranted. But not really. It's only four games. Right. It's only four games this season. But they are saying, though, if this works out, there's there's a chance that they just start going with this. But but what percentage of the season, normal season, would these games be? Four out of 60 is what? I mean, and what would that be out of 162? That's a lot more games. Fuck out of here with math. <laughs> um, I'm just glad you. that the Cubs, under this new schedule, will get to play the Royals and the Tigers. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and you yeah. get to play the Pirates. Like, hey, yeah. let's be nice about the Pirates. They're not that bad. No, yeah. they are. They really literally try and like actively try not to spend. I they generally it. hang in there the first couple games, first like half of the season, though. They're usually not too far out. Like they're not going to be. The Pirates are going to be like 10, 50. I read. The Pirates like, remember, That's you gotta, great for that. We had like three months off. There's mm-hmm. some really shitty teams. Uh, but you got to remember, depth, dude, takes a toll in 162 games in August, September. And there's not going right. to be that. There's not going to be that swoon. You don't get a swoon. It's this is a sprint start. season. It's a sprint. Yeah, it's a hot season. start. Yeah. If you don't come out the gates hot, you're fucked. Yep. But can make it. I wrote a very well thought out article, and I wish I remembered the author, and I apologize for that. Um, that the Detroit Tigers might be the first MLB team in the history of the game to finish a season with under twenty wins. Wait, with under what? Under twenty wins. 60 game season, there's a very good chance they win under 20 games. And technically, it's <laughs> this is going to be considered a season. So if they finish yeah. the year 10 and 50, that's the f- lowest win total in the history of Major League Baseball. I'm going to tell you so, this so the 10 worst teams in Major League Baseball this year are going to profit off of the greatest incoming class of draft crop. Yep. In baseball history, the, oh the logjam is going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I just looked There's, up the worst record of all time in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. In 1899, Cleveland Spiders, uh, 20, spiders. 20 and 134. That's a long season for them, Spiders. 
Oh. Cleveland is always holding it down. Cleveland always holding My it down. God. But I could definitely see an, a sub-20 team coming out of this. I'm doing air quotes for the podcast listeners season. Um, <laughs> who are your picks then? Who's going to be – Who's your who? if you got to choose a 20-win team, sub-20? who's going to be your shitbird? Oh, I, well, number one with the Bullets, Detroit. That team's terrible. Name one player on Detroit without looking right now. One player in Detroit. Like Roy it's Scheider. Miguel Cabrera, and he's like forty and has like no knees. Yep. Roy Scheider? I don't know. Sorry, that's, that's... <laughs> Tyler Boyd. I only know Tyler Boyd because of LB the show. Yeah, and that's I think the he's, only he's, reason. He's like Tyler Boyd is like gonna pay Detroit to trade him. He's, uh, like, he's just trade me off this fucking team. Oh, uh, there's a Cubs pro- the the whoever the Cubs traded for Justin Wilson, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, there's that a guy. lot of Candelario. There you go. Yeah. There's a lot of guys named later, later. by the name of I can't remember his name. That's that's as deep as I can go for Naga 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 gonna be working here next year anyway. So and, and like the guy they drafted. But like I can't I can't remember his name either. Yeah. So, Soderstrom? Oh yeah, he's got that weird oh. There you go. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's that's recall right there. With um, all the people I can name from the Detroit Titans. Oh, and then sure I'll the point though. I'm pretty sure I just made my point. Baltimore is even going to be. I think Baltimore is going to be better. They've been uh, yeah, building my, like Miami, my the Marlins. They're just going to be like they're not. Gonna, they're going to be bad, but I don't think they're going to be like not Detroit bad. Not Detroit bad. Uh, I mean the Royal, the Royals. I don't know. Do they, do the Royals have pitching. That's one of them. But again, no, the Tigers are just like bad. Bad. <laughs> Tigers are very bad. It's a bad baseball team. It's okay. Who else? I mean the Central, like the Pittsburgh, but I mean they're not. Detroit Reds bad. are going to be very good. Mariners are pretty bad. Royals are pretty bad. That's about it, though. I think you go Royals, Mariners, Orioles, Tigers, Marlins. I mean, right now, if you're looking at the betting odds, Orioles, Tigers, and Marlins are all 750 to 1 mm-hmm. to win the World Series. Then there's the Royals and Mariners at 500 to 1, and then there's the Giants at 250. So, like, it's a ma- like, there is a huge oh, yeah, tier drop off of dog shit to, like, kind of do- like, human shit from dog shit. Yeah, the Giants actually have the lowest over/under win total on the Caesars board at twenty-four and a half. Oof. The Tigers have where they got the Tigers? They got the Tigers at oh, I'm sorry, they got the Tigers at twenty-one and a half. These are not in order, <laughs> so I gotta look. Uh, Orioles are at twenty and a half. So they have the Orioles as the worst team. So there you go. Oof. Well, the and the other thing you have to consider. Is that the Orioles play like in the AL East? They have to play forty yeah. of those games against Tampa Bay, Toronto, Boston, the Yankees. The Yankees. So, yeah. but I don't think Boston's going to be that great. But um, even even like Boston not being great is still just like yeah, that's like a, a five hundred team. Yeah, because at least the Tigers get to play the Royals, right? For ten of them, yeah, so they, they can still five and five maybe. <laughs> right. So, what's the toughest division in baseball under these circumstances? Do you think? It might be the AL East. AL East. <laughs> AL East. Or, 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 I mean, NL Central, because even yeah. with, even without the shortened season, the Reds are. It was going to be a fucking bloodbath between like four teams. Like yeah, you can make an argument good. from four out of the five. Cubs are good. Cardinals are good. Reds had a hell of an off season, and they should be good. Pirates. I mean, you can make an argument the AL Central because, like, you Ooh. just we don't know how good the White Sox are going to be. Well, no, the AL Central's out just because of the Royals and the Tigers. And the East has the Blue Jays and the Orioles, right? Those are two really. But the Blue Jays are good. Blue Jays' offenses. Yeah, Blue Jays are 100 to 1. 
Yep. Just just above the Rockies, just below the Pirates. I might Venmo you ten bucks to put it on the Blue Jays. <laughs> Got a lot of young talent there too. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, good good genes. Yeah, there's a lot of unknown with that team. Like if Vlad Jr. and Bo Bichette have breakout seasons. Don't like, they have a uh, BGO's kid too? Yep. Yep. Kevin and BGO. Yeah. Just drafting genes. Like that's a, yep. they call it the DNA squad. Um oh I know my God. is pretty good. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, the 1899 Cleveland Spiders We're ended the year. This they is ended a Cleveland the, Spiders podcast now. They ended the year going one and forty. One and forty. It's the end of the year. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can look at like what is the worst sixty-game stretch in Major League history, whether it's start to finish or you know somewhere in the middle. Spiders just answered that question. Oof. What was oh, the sorry. what was the Orioles back in the? In, they were one in thirty-nine. I'm sorry to the all the Cleveland Spiders. What were the uh, Orioles back? Like, obviously, modern baseball. Remember, wasn't it like in oh, yeah, the early nineties? Like in a row or something? Yeah, they opened like with twenty-two straight losses or whatever. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they've got to be pretty close as far because they never really they didn't really write the ship at any point. Yep. And uh, I mean, there's just so many things that can happen. Like uh, again, talking about like the NL Central, mm-hmm. like uh, you can be like thirty, have a thirty-two win season, and like maybe that's good for third place. Like, yeah, like well, it could be all like egg. Like you can have like every like uh, like first to fourth separated by two games. Everything that we normally talk about going into seasons is out the window. This is out a sixty game. Yeah, it's a sixty game sprint. And we don't really know. I mean, the AL West is good with the Astros. The A's are going to be good. Angels should be better with Rendon and some pitching help and a new manager. Seattle sucks and Texas should be all right. But that's a pretty good division. NL East is all right. I mean, so total, I wanna, not, I not to interrupt, total side note, but just based on winning percentage, the 1988 Baltimore Orioles would have won 20.1 games in a 60-game season. Oh, jeez. You, you're just killing it with the math game tonight. I, don't know I if wanted to bring up specifically, I think it was Herb Lawrence who brought it up, but like, all right. So before the year, you're thinking uh, Kobeck's coming back from Tommy John. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to be still in the minors for like a month, maybe a month and a half. You want to ease him back in. You were, I'm assuming they're throwing that out the window because like now it's, they're going to start the season like basically at the end of July. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the plan there? Like, are you just like easing back in, put him straight into the rotation? Like, and that's the thing. Like, these guys haven't pitched like in games, right? And you get what a three the time off. You get what a like a a three week spring training. Yeah. So he'll get like if you, I mean, you could do simulated games and stuff like that, but like that's not the real thing, right? I don't and, know. And the other thing is. There's no minor league season, so like the nope. only thing these guys are going to be doing is just like having scrimmages. Yeah, taxi like, shit. Yeah, so that's, I don't know. I, I don't know where he is health wise. Like we haven't been getting you know the updates like we normally do because everything's about will mm-hmm. there or won't there be a season. I mean, I don't know. Is Michael Kopech a hundred percent? Because he should have been by now. You know what I mean? Right. Like I just I don't know. And then now they're talking about the White Sox first round pick, this Garrett uh, Crochet mm-hmm. kid. Uh, starting to, to play in this season in the bullpen. Yeah. And, I mean, that's awesome because I catch a lot of shit because of my super hot White Sox take that I think Michael Kopech should be a closer. 
But if Kopech is a starter and this Garrett Crochet is literally Mike Kopech 2.0, the lefty version, sure, make him the bullpen guy. But everyone's saying he's going the Chris Sale route. We'll see. I don't know. It's always good to have enough more arms than you know what to do with. You no, know, and that's the good the thing. With, oh, yeah, it's and then your favorite, your favorite lefty, Carlos Rodon. Mm-hmm. How's he doing? Um, oh, his Instagram, he looks good. He's happy. Uh, no, but I was going to say, like, yeah, no. And, and if they're healthy, the White Sox should be in great shape because you get the 60-game schedule. You can, like, and I think this was the this was the tweet that I was alluding to from, uh, Herb, from Herb Lawrence, was you can, like, piggyback starters. You can go, like, Kopech, Lopez, Mm-hmm. Or like Kopik with any other guys? Do oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six man. I don't like. There's everything is wide open now. Yeah, it's this. This is. I'm pumped for this more because it's well because baseball's back. You know what I mean? Like, let's that's the like the idea of just like right. all right, they but have that, something in place. <laughs> but there's so much unknown with the six. Yeah. We've never seen a 60-game sprint with universal DH, weird divisions. Like This is like when you just go rogue and just go complete franchise mode and create everything. Like This is this is going to be awesome, I think, because there's so much unknown. And We what, haven't even brought up the extra inning rule now where they're oh, starting right around second to start the inning. Did you yeah. see Ricky Renteria hated it? He's like, I'm a traditionalist. Like, Ricky. Ricky, bud. You get the butt. Yeah. He's a national tiebreaker. This should be yeah. your favorite. If you start with a guy on second, you throw up, you get someone <laughs> up there, lay down a bunt, guy on third with one out, sack fly, boom, game over. Um, Did, didn't he coach in the World Baseball Classic? Yes. And he's, think, he's used it. They use this in yeah. the Baseball Classic, don't they? So, like, he's yeah. used to this. And it's, I think I've told you guys about the story about how we use that. And uh, they called it here because I was in Colorado for the tournament, but they call it a California tiebreaker out west. It's international tiebreaker, but we, for some reason, we call it that out here because nobody else fucking does Sounds it except cool. California. But you get out there, and I was in a tournament in, in Colorado a couple years ago, and our starting pitcher went out there. It was like the ninth inning or eighth inning or whatever. And it, it was, I was like, this is so stupid. I hate it. And then I saw one of the most exciting moments I've ever seen in high school baseball, which was our pitcher. They were trying to bunt the runner over, and he walks the first guy. So they're like, okay, well, they're going to try and bunt both guys over. Mm-hmm. Hits the next kid, walks, so bases loaded. I'm like, oh, dear God, I hate this stupid tiebreaker. And then the kid manages to go out there and strike out the side. Okay, okay, okay. I'm like, all right, cool. Next inning goes out there. We didn't score. Guy on second, what does he do? Hits pitch, hit by pitch, and walk. Again, bases loaded. Okay, okay, strikeout. Gets out of it twice. So six Ks, six walk, or four walks, six Ks. We ended up winning in the bottom, I think, in like the 10th or whatever. One of the most exhausting days. And I was wearing a creepy mustache that day, too. So that's how I remember it is. I had a perf stash that wouldn't let me anywhere near an elementary school. And <laughs> and I know we I know, we, I know, we discussed it like a couple of months ago when it was first brought up as a possibility. And I said, like, I was against it. Mm-hmm. Like, just thinking about it. And, and yeah, it's like a gimmick. Like, I mean, it's been in the minors for a couple of years now. It's not like right. it's a brand new thing that doesn't happen anywhere. And that's, like, never been used before. But, like, I was just thinking right now to, like, thinking about overtime hockey when it's uh, three against three. Just fucking. That's what I was going to say. It's pandemonium, and that's what it's going to be. And and baseball is, like, always gets, and, like, it's fair. Like, yeah, you get through a long period of time where, like, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. You get to extra innings. It's, you're going to be on the edge of your seat. And it's, like, immediately, it's, shit's going to be happening. 
And it's interesting too because this year is the first year we have the man, you know, the minimum three batter face rule too. So you can't play nope. matchups in that. Out. You can't have a guy goes out there and do the lefty lefty matchup and then switch it back over. Whoever you're riding, you're riding that horse for at least three pops. Which three pops? Not, is the guy on second on, Kevin, means Kevin. Kevin. I think all those rules just because of like how the season is out. Yeah, I don't think they're. Doing, I don't think <laughs> oh, they're, they're not doing. Work. They're not doing the three. I, I don't, don't think, think they're so. doing the three. I thought if I they agreed, it was what they agreed on in the spring. Um, I'd have to look into it, but I think because of the circumstances, I don't know. Uh, but although I was definitely going to use that overtime when hockey switched to three on three, same thing. People are like, oh no, this is fucking stupid. No way. This is a, no, I'm a purist, blah, blah, blah. And then hockey overtimes go one of two ways and they're both awesome. Either I'm just going to use the Hawks because whatever, either the Hawks win the face off and then it's, Kane to Tay's goal within like four seconds and it's over and you're just like, that's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? So I guess that would be equal to first batter up hits a shot in the gap, runner on second scores, game over. Or Kevin, to your point with the pitchers walking people and getting hit and all that shit, sometimes these three on three hockeys, they go back and forth and your heart is just pumping the whole time because it's just the game can end in any second and it's just, Crazy fun to watch. So it's just nonstop action. And I, when Kevin brought up that situation with the kid hitting batters and walking people and then striking out the side, it's just like, to me, that's awesome. As a baseball fan, that's fun. So, and you could just, I've been, I was actually told today on White Sox Twitter that I'm the optimistic guy. And I don't know how I've gotten here, but I'll embrace this role. And I'm just trying to like stay in a good mood about this stuff. And I think it'll be fun. So um, I did read that what they did change. They rolled back. The position players are now allowed to pitch at any point during a game. Cool. So that's Nuka, rolled back. Nuka love that. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was wet rag for pitchers. So they're <laughs> all pitchers can still carry a small wet rag in their back pocket to be used for moisture in lieu of licking their fingers. Um, that's that actually the three batter minimum is in place. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, well, so, then, yeah, that's give me the cut I'm on it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I like the idea of the uh, the the players being able to pitch. I'm sorry, like when you're trying to save bodies and stuff, and you're getting your ass beat. One of the the best things to do is watch a Doug Desenzo come in there, uh, or a, you know, a Zobrist. Who was that? The last game of his career, he fucking car. Or All Star almost became a pitcher because he was so good at it. Matt Davidson. Um, <laughs> that's Nuke's favorite thing in the world. His position. Your favorite White Sox player. Oh God. So good. Um, oh God, yeah. Listen, to this spitting, obviously, chewing gum. No, no oh no, chewing gum's okay. Oh, chewing gum's okay. No yeah. scenes. No exchange of lineup cards. Players and umps and other field personnel should practice physical distancing. Six feet, Star Spangled Banner, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. When ball is out of play, fielders are encouraged to retreat several steps from runners. <laughs> Catchers may step onto the infield grass to signal infielders. Oh my God, this is really extensive. Coaches mm-hmm. can't talk to runners. Players on opposite teams should not social. What well, do they have the third base coaches wearing like masks? And they talk to their third, your runners at third. Uh, personal equipment only. Um, any ball that's put in play and touched by multiple players shall be removed. That's an interesting one because pitchers yeah. really hate baseball. And sometimes they go through so many balls. Uh-huh. Um, Fighting is obviously not per, per, it's prohibited. So I can't wait till the first time someone doses a Houston Astro and they get into it and they what do up, a socially yeah. distant slap fight and start hitting each other with like sticks. Um, they throw their and white other- rags at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just slaps, slaps them across the face. Yeah, like I challenge you to a duel. 
Kevin, Kevin, how many pitchers are gonna like mess around with the wet rag and put not illegal substances on it? Well, here's what it says, and this kind of sounds dirty. It says individuals must use clean tap water or drinking water to supplement rubbing. Mm-hmm. No lube. I'm telling you right now, you want lotion, but I mean, if you're gonna use something, tap water has more minerals and get that shit in KY, baby. <laughs> oh, no Joe Madden rule: you can't show up to the ballpark like. Yeah. What is it like more than five hours before a game or something? You have to leave like right after the game. Yeah, they give you like right a 45 minute. You got to be gone. Access areas. There's tier one, tier two, and tier three. Mm-hmm. Showers is discouraged, but not prohibited. Boy, that sounds like teenage boys. Um, <laughs> and occupancy limits player and staff should wear surgical masks while in the training room. Team meetings should be held outdoors. Uh, all treatment. Roots, baby. Treatments one I, at a time in the plunge pools, which oh my god, I so can't amazing. wait for like a team meeting and it's just like after like a sweep or something, and then there's just like you see a photo or like a reporter takes a video and it's raining and the team's just all huddled together like on the pitcher's I'm mound. Me, taking, a so knee, taking knee, boys. Yeah, as well. We're ten and twenty. Season's probably over. We'll also, um, nobody is allowed to have fun. This is a new one too. I thought I think this is rule number seven point oh three. Nobody's allowed to actually have fun in St. Louis. Oh yeah, no, that's, 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 that rule's been around for a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, we don't want. All right, guys, wanna... guys, guys. So we're at the thirty-something minute mark here. I want to get play your games though. Yeah, we're gonna play oh, yeah. a game called "Will It Happen?" So I'm gonna bring up a milestone that could potentially happen in Major League Baseball this year. Now, keep in mind, though, obviously, it's only a sixty-game season. So some of these would have been like no-brainers, like yeah, that's gonna happen this year. But now, I'm going to answer first. Yes, Aubrey Huff has Al Capone's sized syphilis. So the answer is yes. Fuck that guy. Oh, sorry. Um, so first one, will Albert Pujols finish after this season? Albert Pujols will be fifth all time in home runs and second in RBIs. So right now, the home run milestone, he just needs, um. Let me get here. Yeah. Well, he has Pujols has 3,202 career hits. Where are we going here with home runs? Okay. Right? Yeah, 650 home runs. Yeah, 656 home runs, just four shy of tying Willie Mays for fifth most in hits. So basically, he just needs four to tie. He just lost a whole season to go to 700. And then RBIs, Pujols has 2,075. So basically, do you think Albert Pujols will get four home runs and 11 RBIs this season? Starting us small. You're just easing us in there, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. See, he, he hit 23 home runs in, what, like 500 at-bats last year. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. healthy. He's had time off. Four, I really yeah. Four I, think in 60 game, I think in 60 games he hits 10. Yeah, I'll give him five. All right. So yeah, yeah. give him ten in that lineup. He's he got protection. More five home runs and twelve RBIs. I really hope he gets the RBIs just so he can pass a Rod. I can't imagine twelve RBIs in sixty games being a problem unless Mike Trout just gets greedy and takes everybody out. Well, now you got Rendon in that lineup too. Like oh, tiny able setters, tiny. guys that can get on. But yeah. again, guys like Pujols really hit mistakes, and so when you have a guy a pitcher that's had to work through a minefield like that, there is that XL factor where they get through two or three guys and then they're like, 
and I know nobody should ever exhale against Pujols, but there is a mental letdown that seems to happen with pitchers. He could capitalize on it. This, I, I'm actually interested. I think he might hit double digits. I think he's obviously going to hit double digits in RBIs, but I think that I think that Baseball he, Reference has. I don't know what this is, but Baseball Reference has the simulated stats through June 25. Mm-hmm. Even though obviously there hasn't been a, a game played, right? But through 71 games, they have him simulated at only one home run. Whoa! So they're expecting a huge drop off, probably because of the age line. Yeah. So. Um. So just give me a yes or no, Aldo. Yes. Oh. Fids. Yes. All right. So you guys are both Team Pujols. I'm gonna go no. But that's just because I don't think it's going to happen. That means he's going to have four. Oh, he doesn't play the Cardinals. He's not a Cardinals. Um, Next one. Sticking with the old guys. Miggy Cabrera, speaking of them, Detroit Tigers, will finish the season with 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. Now, to get to 500 home runs, he needs three – Oh no, <laughs> that's not happening. He needs twenty-three home runs. Yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, he's at four seventy-seven right now. Um, to get to three thousand hits, he needs one hundred eighty-five hits. Nope. nope, nope. That's a big nope. You get a hard no here. Yeah, hard. He no. only, he only had twelve no. home runs last year in five hundred at bats. Yeah, and Miggy, he has no protection. Yeah, Miggy is not the. Um, He's not going down the Tom Brady way of aging. <laughs> no, his body's he's, temple. Where's that video? Didn't Miggy hit like a double in like a Mexican baseball league and like pounded tequila when he got to second or something? Like Miggy just doesn't give a shit. Miggy won a triple crown in a World Series. He gives no fucks. He's just playing out that contract and getting paid. Again, on Baseball Reference, his simulated stats through fifty games is sixty-two is cheeseburgers, two home runs, <laughs> two home runs. Two home runs simulated. Right, I think I think we're a unanimous no for the Miggy. Yeah, I think it's a big no. All right, so now let's get into guys that you don't have to worry about having a heart attack this season. <laughs> Sorry, I, I do have to interrupt. I just did some sort of search that I shouldn't have done. Oh no! And I just learned that the oldest major league player in baseball is uh, 21 days older than me. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, now done. you're old. You need you're a Charlie Huff, right? Yeah, you're young for a while. Me. All right, good. Fernando Rodney is the oldest man in Major League Baseball. Yep. Uh, so I saw somebody tweeting about that today. They're like, someone needs to sign Fernando Rodney, so I'm not older than everyone in Major League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Next up. Do you think Mike Trout will hit 15 home runs to be the 11th player in Major League Baseball history to reach 300? By his age twenty eight season, which is so. Basically, do you think Mike Trout will hit fifteen home runs? No. Fifteen home runs. Nope. I don't. I don't think we're going to see as many home runs in general. But I don't think yeah, fifteen is. I don't. So okay, I'm going to say yes just because Mike Trout's god, and <laughs> two a god. I think they're going to go back to the juice balls. Hot take alert. We need a hot take siren. I think they're going to go back to June 12. Just Low because spin rate. it's a uh, 60 game season, COVID. They want all eyeballs on this. They want it as exciting as possible. Chicks dig the long ball. Give me them juicy balls. 
last year, for reference. I know it's completely different season. Who knows what the hell's going to happen? Mm-hmm. They haven't played for like four months. So last year in July, he hit 13 home runs. And then in August, he hit eight. Okay. So that's 21 in, what is that, 47 games. So I don't know, warmer weather? There's, he's going to be seeing a lot of the same pitching. It's right. familiar. In his, in his career, his fewest games played to get to 15 home runs in a season was 42. Yes. I'm going to yes. I'm a yes. He's me. gotten there in fewer than 60 games in four of the past five seasons. I'm going to say no because he's mentally been checked out on this break, and he's not really sold about coming back in the first place. And there is something to do with about mentally checking in. And I don't think that he's going to – he's still going to be great. He can walk it, wake up in the morning and go two for right. five against a – we're a good pitcher. I say yes because I don't know if he's mentally checked out or not. I don't think he'll make it. I'm going to go yes. All right. Uh, this one's a little bit longer. All right. Where's he at? All right. Max Scherzer hitting the 3,000 strikeout mark. Scherzer currently has – well, fuck. He would need a lot of strikeouts to get there. Where's he at? <laughs> Because he's got 12 starts this year. 692. He's at so that's, no. That's not. <laughs> yeah. so how about how about 2750? No, on. he's strikeouts 2692. Oh, okay, I was reading the wrongs. Yep. Yeah, no, he would like in a normal season, he would have he would have to strike out 308. So that would have been yeah. a tough task. Yeah, he struck out 328 teams. There's no way he's sniffing 3,000. Yeah, so here's my question. Is he going to hit 100 strikeouts this year? Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. say yeah. So like you think 12 starts, right? We're going to about 12 starts in the regular season per yeah. pitcher? That's, that's a good, I think that's a good, a fair Mason Dixon line for success for any arm. I mean, he averages, yeah, he, like, he averages at like 10.6 for his career per nine, per like nine innings. So. All right. Staying on, seven, so yeah. staying on the strikeout. All right, well, if we're going to put 100 strikeouts as a benchmark of a good starter, like a, a like an elite starter, mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw enters the season with 2,464. Do you think he gets to 2,500? Yes. Now he's falling off, man. <clears throat> oh, Look at his stats early in the season when he, before he melts down. Before he's he good down. early. He's healthy. He's happy. I mean, He's to got, get the twenty five hundred, I think that's only like thirty six strikeouts. So yeah, yeah, right? math. Yeah. Now, will he get a hundred? No. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> you think you think Kershaw gets a hundred strikeouts? I say he sits at around 90, 85, 90. I can. I, I feel confident with that. I don't think he gets a hundred. He's been more of a contact guy, but his delivery is just so whack. Like it's just, <laughs> and again, he's a kind of one of those guys that hasn't been. He hasn't been as as obviously fantastic as he is, but he is a guy that's again when pitchers are, or hitters are a little bit behind schedule. They're going to be behind schedule for the first actually, two weeks. Actually, yeah, no. Now that you brought that up, like no, because like the first couple starts, I have no clue how long these guys are going to be going. Right. So yep. yeah. No. Although I did read that, that 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 we should not expect David Ross to pull pitchers in the sixth inning. I, I think that with the shortened schedule, they're going to go ahead and push him beyond hundred a little bit. The other Which, major league pitcher that is even close to twenty five hundred is your boy. John Lester, but he's at 2,355, so he would need 150 Ks. We'll hope he gets a 2,400. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got his boy as his manager now. I mean, come on. 
It's so yeah. weird, by the way, because he, he had a, he had an option thing where he had to like meet certain things to get like another twenty five million next year. But like, I those are like gone now. So here's a killer too. When you think about Lester, he's a guy that's real particular about who his receiver is because he's always always Rossi was his guy, even though Rossi had like a you know two hundred for his career, a buck eighty or whatever it was. He's going to get Victor Carantini now because of the DH. You can just go ahead and throw Wilson Contreras in the DH spot and not miss his beat. You're going to have a guy that actually trusts. Follow up to John Lester because I just don't want to lose. John Lester is 10 wins shy of 200 career wins. Doesn't get it to 200. That's so basically he's got to win 10 out of 12. I say seven. No. Yeah, no. He's going to get seven. Dude, do you know how much that sucks? Like, He's, I mean, he's probably gonna, he's only like what thirty six. He'll he'll like he's got one out. more year with the he's got one more year on his deal with the Cubs too. Or is this it? Uh, I mean, he does, but it's is he has a uh, he's twenty twenty one right after twenty twenty one. Yeah, he's entering the final year of his contract with the Cubs. Is an option, a mutual option. The Cubs are gonna decline it, and he'll get like a yeah. ten million dollar buyout or something. Yep. Or or he'll take a hometown discount. Dude, you know what that sucks to like be oh. right like ten wins away from hitting a milestone. But you have a sixty-game season, so now you got to wait another season until like you know what I mean. Like it's that's like Pujols too. Pujols yeah, could like Pujols. hit seven hundred home runs this year if he had a full season, and he doesn't get it. We're gonna lose a, a full season of Trout as he pushes towards the all-time home run record. There's so much shit that's getting effed with all this. Yep. Because of the COVID, I mean that's that's the, that's the shitty part of this is you're gonna get. Um, it's like basically every single player in baseball got hurt for 120 games this year. Um, all right, we're staying with pitching. We got two more, two more, two more, two more. Staying with pitching, he enters the season 27, 27 saves shy of hitting 300 career saves. Aroldis Chapman. Nope. Nope. You don't think he gets 27 saves? Nope. No, because if the Yankees get to a point where like they have the opportunity to 27, ga- 27 saves, that means that they're winning a lot, and I'm guessing they're going to try to save something for mm-hmm. the end of the year. And they're going to win by a lot more than three runs quite a bit. You know? yeah. Speaking of, by the way, friend of the show, Chasen Shreve, his response about the juice baseballs this year in 2020 is, uh, yeah, they've been using for fucking three years. So, yeah, they're going to use juice balls. So, yeah, we're going to get juice balls this year. So, Juicy pitchers, ball. worst job ever right now in baseball. Hitters, enjoy the pillow fight because they're catering to you. You better hit. If you don't hit, that's why pitchers are superior to you. Sorry. If Nick Magical doesn't hit. 10 home runs. Stop. 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 Joe will fight you with his beard and his mullet both because he's going to win the mullet no, of the year contest. It means it gets like some Cubs and Sox. Ones too. I want to I want yeah. to show how positive you are. Um, and then the last oh, one on these MLB milestones is basically milestone. do you think Yadier Molina will catch 53 out of the 60 games because he needs that to get to 2,000 yeah. games caught? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they'll throw him out there even if it doesn't matter. He, they don't right. get. A, he, he wants he gets a milestone, and then it goes to the whole cardinal for life thing. Yeah, that's what they say in St. Louis. By the way, that was my impression. That was uh, that's so, super Southern right. Illinoisers. If you're from Champaign, I sorry, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast because you guys are a bunch of traitors for Illinois. Because I know where you're going. You're going right, across so the river. Will Tim Anderson hit above or below three seventeen. Ooh. I like it. That's so sweet. Do you got like a sim season in front of you? Nope. I just, I just, I just, like, <laughs> 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 the show sim. He hit like last good. year, but like for his career, he hits like 280. I'm like, I don't know. Some, okay. Like 315. 
Well, so no, do, is, is he due for like a fall though? Is he? I mean, that I was don't pretty so. max effort last year. It felt like or close to max. Is he going to keep that up? Well, first of all, we just said it. There's going to be juicy balls. Juicy balls. Um, <laughs> okay, that's going to be my fantasy <laughs> baseball team name for sure. Called it right now. Fantasy juicy balls. Juicy balls. And the shortened season has got to be called just the tip. Just that's, the tip. Um. So last year. 335 and before that he hit 240 257 and 283 yeah fuck it i believe in ta he'll hit All over right. 315 i say 280 i'm gonna say 280 280 i mean his his career average is only uh 276 i know but 280 I, I would know. Be how about his fielding percentage how's that gonna be yeah by the way, it's going to be better because it can't be worse. <laughs> well, less reps stats. means higher error percentage when it comes down to well, it. No, that's less reps 162 a, games. That's less reps at a team facility. I mean, no, 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 no. What I mean is like you're going to get less opportunities. Shortstops get like those those assists on those like double play feeds. It's like a big right. stat pattern right there. His he's going to get less of those to protect him and cake him over the course of the season. So you're really going to get an actual pretty good gauge on defensive. Strength yeah. or liability. And I'm only bringing up these simulated stats from baseball reference because I remember White Sox fans going crazy through the simulated season that they were doing. And the White Sox were like 10 games in first place. Right. And then didn't like everyone get hurt the last month of the season or something like that? And the White Sox fell out. So I so, there's so many simulations going on. I don't know. I believe in UTA. No, I no, no, no. Was- that was the simulation oh. when the murder hornets attacked. Uh, guaranteed rate. Field. No, those were the squirrels with the flamethrowers. All right, here we go. Nick laser, Magical, laser beams. Nick Magical on base percentage, three thirty-five. Mm. After two games of sitting for service time reasons, is on base percentage three thirty-five? That well, that's the whole thing with him. He doesn't walk. Mm. He has to hit. I'm trying or, to like like Javi. You know what? I'm looking. Yeah, I would say yeah. I mean, he's got. I think he has to be successful. I mean, he doesn't have to be. Well. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. I mean, he has to be for you. Everybody else in the division, he definitely guy. doesn't have to. As you interviewed him, seems like a great guy, great work ethic. You know, he hit in the minors. Shut he up, squeezes an orange it. with his biceps. He could pop a pop a. See, pop a I don't want to do this right now. The reason why I don't want to do this right now is because I'm I'm so. Just high on baseball right now. That I'm just gonna say, yeah, over, yeah, over. Absolutely, you should. You should. Okay, no, okay. Here's a better question. What do you think? So, 60 games, 40 against your division, 20 against your opposing league division. What do you think is like you get to this number, and like you feel safe about making the playoffs? Because I think it's 35. Yep, That's I a thought good, 35. Good. I think no, I think we're all in agreement there. And Han had some quote today. He's like. Something about winning 20 and then losing 20. It's what you do with the oh, other the, 20. Deck yeah. The sheet. yeah. Um, 35 seems like a good number, though. I fucks with 35. Oh, man. I just remember. Oh, last. And uh, there's going to be like some good team that's going to start off slow and they're going to get screwed. I think mm-hmm. it, it the. Was it mm-hmm. the Nationals last year? They were 19 and 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nationals wouldn't have made the playoffs after the first 60 games. And that's, you know, it sounds weird to say this about Davey Martinez, but that's kind of the MO for some of those emotional leader kind of coaches, managers or whatever, is they start like, they start like shit. They readjust. I I, I use, this is a terrible, I know it's a little bit long. Sorry guys. I'm going to get a little long winded here, but um, we tell our players this story all the time is that, I don't know if you knew this, but 90% of the flights from San Francisco to Hawaii at some point during the trip are completely off course. 
and it's the redirect, they always end up on time. They're rarely late, but they always readjust mid mid you know flight. And that's kind of like with baseball too. Over the course of an expanded season, you have the opportunity to make those adjustments mid flight. And guys like Davey Martinez and guys like Joe Madden too. Um, those type of emotional leaders, they find ways to adjust and they push buttons and then they finally find what works and then they roll with it. You don't have the opportunity to push buttons for a long period of time as a manager. It's really going to be about who's coming in hot and who's coming in ready to go. And and mm-hmm. you don't, you know, sometimes with, with high priced talent or just talent in general, it's not even high priced. You're going to get kids that come in here and they're like, I'm ready to go. I'm, I've never not dominated. Let's rock. And you're going to find they're going to learn that lesson as a hard truth. Whereas some of the veterans, I think, are going to have better seasons because they are used to this. They already they, they're kind of the old bull kind of mentality. And they're going to have that kind of I need to be ready on day one. Some people just roll in and think they're going to piss excellence. And it's kind of a joke, but it doesn't really work that way. You know, even Mike Trout, you know, you don't see a fraction of what Mike Trout does to prepare himself. Um, but I think that people are going to see that. Like, I mean, like again, I think you're going to see the Nationals is one one team that does that. I don't think the Dodgers will struggle in the National League. They come out hot and they just play. They mm-hmm. just mop. mop. But they I think like, like the Rockies, I think it, teams like, you know, like the Brewers that start slow sometimes. Um, those Kristen are rough. Yelich, wait, time out. Sorry. Is Kristen Yelich healthy? Yeah. Yeah. He just doesn't have I to mean, be in he, center field. He in died the and he came back. So that's great for Brewers fans. Okay. Because yeah. he was dead last year. All right. Let's do that before <laughs> we wrap up because then next week baseball will actually have started and we can really dive into White Sox, Cubs, over-unders. Um. Who is your team that isn't didn't win a division last year or didn't make the playoffs last year or whatever you want to go off of that you think is going to benefit from like the 60 game sprint like a team like you just said you know Nationals flights go off course whatever the fuck you just said <laughs> <laughs> I just had to bust your balls. I listened to the whole story. Um, Too long. Didn't listen. (laughs) It's 2020, man. People got like, ooh, squirrel. Um, Anyways, just give me your team. Sleeper team. Oh, well, not make the playoffs last year? Didn't make the playoffs last Um, year. I think the Chicago Cubs. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I moonwalked right into that that one. Yeah, Yeah, I moonwalked right into that one. I know, Kevin, I think you mentioned, like, depth earlier. But, like, Mm -hmm. honestly, this 60-game season, it's like if it it helps you if you don't have a lot of depth. Yep. The teams Mm -hmm. that run out of gas after the All-Star If you're top heavy Mm -hmm. and, like, your guys stay healthy, Mm -hmm. you should, like, be able to survive this, like, 60-game stretch. Like, Like, this is great for the Dodgers. That is fucking great. They're gonna roll out of bed, win like whatever, like forty games, right? And then they're gonna they're like, what can they do in the, in October? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like for the Cubs, if everything works out, like if there are no major injuries, they. Who do you guys like in the American like, League? Well, here's here's a question, real quick, too. Like, uh, based on what Aldo just said, too, is like when you when you think about these organizations that 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 roll out and just kick ass, mm-hmm. you got a Dodgers, right? You know, and generally those teams end up losing in the postseason at some point because they end up resting their starters. And, you know, as they, I, I see where you're going with this, there will be nobody resting their starters in a 60 game season. Everybody's going to be playing straight through. They're going to be getting just sharp at that peak point at game 50 55. So nobody's going to be resting starters. So I think you're going to see a better postseason when it comes point. to baseball as compared to like, say, like 162 games because these teams aren't going to be sitting guys. Guys aren't going to get stale. They're going to be playing every day. And, I think that's what makes the da- the Dodgers dangerous. I know the Yankees are dangerous because mm-hmm. they won't have that. They won't be resting starters. They're going to come into the postseason ready to kick ass. Right. And then the postseason is set up for the teams that win the most games in the regular season. And the Yankees are going to – I mean, 
We're just talking another, about hella another, team, another team for the I'll give you one more team for the NL and then a couple teams for the AL. One, another team like also has like top heavy like uh, rosters like the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like they were like a team like the Cubs last year. They finished like around 500. Like they have a lot of good talent. Just couldn't get it all together in time. Um, and then the AL again. Just I mean the White Sox. You just we just don't know. These uh, the team young stupid. They don't know any better. They're now they're like right. all right. Let's go out there, Let's play. Like who knows? Like maybe they're gonna be fucking great. Like, right. They're expected to be. And also I mean the Angels with Rendon. You got Rendon Trout. Tani. I don't know if they have enough pitching though, but I mean, that's a solid trio in the middle of your lineup right there. The Yankees though, once you get past Cole Tanaka, and I mean their number three starter right now is J.A. Happ, and then you got Jordan Montgomery, Jonathan. Yeah, right, buddy. I'm not even trying to pronounce Do that. Do it. Right. Just sign it out. Lo- sign it out. Loiziga. Loiziga. Loiza. How's it spelled? L-O-A-I-S-I-G-A. Lasagna. Yeah, I was going to say lasagna. lasagna. I don't think I've ever heard of this guy. He's delicious. Um, And then they got James Paxson and uh, Domingo German. Um, Do they have Domingo Aiello? Their pitching staff isn't that deep, man. Look at this, too. They're loaded in position players. Like they are just stacked in position players. I hate to say this too, because I hate them so much. But there's two teams that I fucking hate actually, and both of them I think have the potential to start. Cardinals always start well. I think a Cardinal season is basically a season is not like straight. If a Cardinals don't like open up pretty hot, like they they usually Cardinals got a really good bullpen too, and they do, and they come out. They always come out strong. Um, But I think the Mets. Too. I think the Mets and the Reds. God dang it! Three teams that I really don't. Reds like. are gonna be good, dude. You're gonna. You just gotta accept. <sighs> I know. I know. No, I'm, I'm actually buckling up for the Reds. I'm like actually it. toning it down for the for the Brewers. I think the Reds will be far more of a pain in the ass than the Brewers. Well, the Brewers are going back to like their mediocrity. They're gonna go back to their whatever. I mean, they have some good players, but they are they're not the Reds. They got passed by the Reds. And bro, the Cardinals are old, man. That's what makes me think a 60-game season is perfect for the old team. Like The old team usually runs out of gas in game 85. Well, that's after the season's pretty much over. I mean, they got Cardinals got pretty good pitching, dude. They got Flattery, Flattery, Hudson, Flattery, yep. Michaelis, Wainwright, Huyen Kim. <laughs> uh, yeah, their bullpen's sick. Yeah, and then, a- but then you look, I mean, Yachty is – Two years older than me, Paul Goldschmidt. Goldie, you know, and then Colton Wong is nineteen. I'm looking at date of birth. Colton Wong, Paul DeYoung's not. Well, Paul DeYoung's kind of young. Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Batter, Dexter Fowler. The next Mike Trout. I'm calling it right now. This is the year of the old bulls. The old bulls are going to perform no. better than the young pups this year. And so, no. if you have veteran that, laden that teams, works against the White Sox. So fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. The old bulls are prepared. They know what to expect. They prepare their bodies for what they know is going to be expected of their bodies. They Luis know Roberts, it. fucking Instagram. That dude is ready to go. He's still eating pizza. No, he's just going to be eating pizza on the road he's during the season. BP because that's all he does is just practice like a madman. If they weren't in the AL East, my answer to this question would 100% be the Toronto Blue Jays. 
Yeah. Uh, you're going to send me the, your Venmo that money because I will throw that shit down for you. You're going to get a uh, hundred to one. So yep. a ten a ten dollar bet gets you what? Do the math, Joe. I'm not going to do it for you this time. Uh, Wait, what? To just make the math. Hundred to one. Hundred to one times ten. What's a hundred times ten? Yeah. A thousand bucks. I got it. Which means you're going to fly to Arizona for the All Arizona right, so Fall League. This and team we're is do a podcast live. The polar opposite of the Cardinals. Just looking at these players, their position player. Yeah. Again, though, it comes to the pitching. Though, I mean, they made the move and got Ryu, Haruk, and then they got. Tanner Roark, Chase Anderson, Matt Shoemaker, uh, some dude named Yamaguchi, and not the cool one from the White Sox that threw the Frisbees. Um, Trent Thornton, Ryan Borucki, and TJ Zuck. Uh, I mean, they still got Ken Giles in their bullpen. I don't recognize too many of these other names. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I just th- th- now that you mentioned Ken Giles, that uh, reminded me of the trade deadline last year. There's still a trade deadline. August 31st. Let's get weird. Yep. So, let's go. Are you like gonna want to trade like a prospect for like an arm for like a sure, month? Right what do the Cubs do at the all at the trade deadline? If Chris Kevin, is, get ready for Chris Bryant. No. Oh, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I, I have to. I have to actually. I'm gonna take the whole month of July. To emotionally prepare, uh, but oh, I'm gonna fly to Vegas. Take your phone, delete Twitter, <laughs> and block fucking what's his name from your Twitter account, so you can't even see his interactions. Look, so because Kaplan's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, um, I'm gonna block Kaplan from your your Twitter account. Don't don't, but don't paint me in that picture. Look, I'm a Cub fan. I've been a Cub fan. I'm a fuck. I'm a fifth generation Cub fan at this point. I know. You I are. don't care. Like I do. I do You're because it's my guy. To. Yeah, you're a little protective, bud. It's okay. But I also know what my guy brings to the table for the Cubs. Mm-hmm. And as a fan, as long as I've been, I can count on one hand the amount of players that have had his gifts and abilities and his leadership and his mental acuity and his ability. I get it. Hold but, on. But if it, betters, if it betters the Cubs, I will take a Chris Bryant trade. All right. You whispered it, so that means I get it. <laughs> I'm going to write a post. Kevin. I can handle it. Chris Bryant's high school coach in favor of Cubs training. <laughs> oh, you better not. But uh, I can handle it, especially if it gets paid. Right. But with an August 34th deadline and the season starting in late July, you're basically doing it for a one month rental. You have and a then- month to figure out if you're going for it or not. God dang, Aldo. In this video, by the way, you went from like the sun was out to like you were legitimately in the dark like Voldemort right now. It's actually, yeah. It's a dick, I'm sorry. I'm back on my Blue Jays bullshit. Well, you're wearing the hat tonight. On- they don't have a good cut. Well, Danny Jansen's all right. He's not great. First base, they got Travis Shaw or Laura's Guriel. By the way, Kevin, Bizio. Kevin, look what you've done. Look what you've done. <laughs> look what you've done. <laughs> hey, if Chris goes to the Braves, that means my dad gets free tickets. I'm good with that. So my dad lives in Atlanta. I'm I don't know that. who Zangu is. Uh, Zangu? YouTube comments. Yeah, but shout out to Zangu. How are Chris? How are players gonna think about playing with Charlie Black? They'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's yeah, like he's not the only one. Like the Phillies right. had like five players. There's gonna be more. I'm more concerned with how the players are gonna play with his beard. I would be more concerned with the food yeah, that's trapped in his beard. None of this and is going on, like Blackman looks like he like sleeps outside anyways. So he probably I'm didn't feel sure it. They keep distance from him. 
I think COVID probably with Charlie Blackman, COVID probably isolated itself for like 14 days. Chris to the Braves. Zangu, I don't know who you are, you crazy son of a bitch, but <laughs> I'm not triggered anymore at this point. COVID I know, is I'm thinking that would be sick, dude. I'm fine I'm, with that. I like the Braves. Braves in the World Series. That's that that'll happen. Did 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 it Vlad Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette. Oh yeah, baby. I think I think the Blue Jays should now actually sign Zangu. I think the Blue Jays player personnel director petition to get out of the AL East. Because remember, <laughs> the Blue Jays drafted anywhere. Chris Bryant. Remember, the Blue Jays drafted Chris Bryant and Man, said that remember, $1 million was too much for them. Remember they remember those made-up divisions that they were like thinking about? Yeah. I wish those were – I love those. I wish we went back to those. But Arizona's a cesspool. Florida's a cesspool. We're kind of stuck now. Can't do that. Sorry, sorry, Aldo. I know you're in Arizona right now, so that's why you're probably hiding in your house. But yep. that ruined it. That would have been a like, if Arizona and Florida was just like when they did the destination thing and they created them based on that would have been really rad. I'll be honest. That would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, viruses don't give a shit about baseball and that sucks because apparently yeah. like soccer. I don't know why. And then my NL team, especially when they get Chris Bryant, let's go Braves. Hey, wait, they made I'm the playoffs. I know the division. I know they did. My Chris Bryant no trade clause, I will accept Braves, Rockies. Dodgers, Padres. Yeah, I'm gonna say um, if I have the to future pick a, Las Vegas Athletics, Oakland. That's fine. If, if I got to pick a non-playoff team from the NL, it's gonna be the Cubs or the Reds. It's coming out of the so, NL Central. I Dude, cannot the wait. Be good, man. The Reds to just play like Reds shit. No stop. You know, I know you guys well. are trying to speak it into mm. existence right now. I get that, and that's going to play well. I, I I'm scared of the Reds. I'm more scared of the Reds than any other team in the damn division. Right? I'm scared of the Cubs. That's what I'm scared. Of. You're scared. <laughs> I'm. You're scared of of. But you know what though? You got Rossi now. They ain't going to show up and just mail it in. But I'm worried about the Reds. I think that I mean, they have a team. They've got emotional leaders. Games. I fucking hope not. Also, the Reds will beat your ass. Like, I'm pretty sure that the Reds are my favorite team if there's a fight in MLB baseball, just because because Oh, and now that they got the universal DH, that kid, that Aquino kid could just be their DH and just hit tanks. I mean I mean, I know that MLB the show, uh, 20 is really realistic, and I like struck him out four times his last game. So he's (laughs) I'm not worried about him. Pack it up. (laughs) By the way, update. He likes that high inside cutter. In my in my Cubs franchise mode for the year 2020, Kyle Schwarber and Eloy Jimenez are the leading Gold Glove what? like <laughs> players for their leagues. I thought you were going to say like home run leaders or like let's get nuts. Is that from like a wait? Is that a chat room? Where's that from? Yeah, that's not. That that is very real. Wait, hey Fizz, what's the Reds uh, odds? Red. Reds yeah. to win it all? Yeah. The Reds are uh twenty-five to one. They're right there. Cubs are twenty-two to one. White Sox right. are thirty to one. So they're all inside right. the I'm White probably Sox. gonna send you ten bucks for the Reds, ten bucks for the Sox, and ten bucks for the Blue Jays. I'll just I'll just piggyback on top of my already I already threw in a bet for the Reds. Um and then we're gonna have to discuss just what the line is for them to just make the playoffs because I think that's gonna hedge my I got you right here. Oh no, that's a, a major league or the NL pennant. Um, the Reds are to to just go to the World Series. The Reds are eighteen to one. It's not bad. Not too bad. Actually, the Cardinals are nine to one over the Cubs. Eleven to one. Tom Brennan is going to be 
crying in his studio when the Reds get their ass kicked at Wrigley like five times. I just I think he's gonna cry. He's gonna hate it. I don't know. I'm looking at the Reds because road road uh, teams aren't gonna be announcing games. So I'm praying the Reds start slow. I want them to start slow. Don't 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 mistake me assuming they're gonna start fast for me rooting for them to start fast. I want them to explode into a giant pile of skyline spaghetti mac chili. Cool. I, want them I, to, I want them to be good. Fun. I want them to be good, and then when they play the Cubs, they just lose. Well, Chris Bryant is oh, the yeah. CEO of the Cincinnati Reds, as per <sighs> Wikipedia. I mean, the only real weakness I see on their team is in left field. They have good pitching, a good Where's Castellanos? They have. They have. Okay. Where's Castellanos playing in their lineup? Is he playing, they, he's not playing left field? In their depth chart, they have him in right field. Oh God, that I fun with that. That's not great. And That's Nick Senzel, the good young center fielder. Their left fielder on their depth chart is Jesse Winker. And then they have. Do you, Shogo. Do you know Jesse Winker? And they got Shogo too. And so, they have the Kino. Well, Kino's going to be a DH. That dude is built for oh, a DH, right. dude. Too many DHs. Freddie Galvis, shortstop. He's all right. But then they got Suarez at third, Mustakis at second, Joey Votto at first. Tucker Barnhart at catcher. He's okay. Wait, you say Moose at short? Second. Oh, I was going to say, holy. I'm like, no, their shortstop is uh, Freddie Galvis, the dude with the long-ass yeah. dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have He's pretty rough. He has moments. But then they got Amir Moose. Garrett, Michael Lorenzen, Pedro Strop. Him and Amir are going to love each other because neither of them wear their hat straight. <laughs> but they're, this, is, this is what is putting me over the hump on actually putting money on them. Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, Wade Miley, and then Discalafini. Discalafini. You That's have to know that. Good rotation, dude. You have to know that yeah. Trevor Bauer is going to make everybody around him better. And everybody oh, around him. But you also him. have to know that everyone that goes up to bat against Trevor Bauer wants to fucking hit a 500 foot pimp job on him. And guess what? They want to go up against Trevor Bauer, not every single pitcher you mentioned after his name. Right, that's true. Yeah, because wear that for his team because he's going to be the lightning rod, and I love guys like that. And that's what makes the Reds scary for me is Bauer and the pitching staff. They're going to go have the a very good. Uh, by the end of the year, everyone's going to hate Trevor Bauer in Cincinnati. I don't think so. so I think I, he, he's going to. He's well. I know all the fucking. What reads. makes you not like? So, what is it about Trevor Bauer that you don't like, though? Trevor like, Bauer is, it, is the guy who like always talks when, like, whenever he gets criticized, it's like, no, no, no guys, I was just joking. Or like no, no, I didn't mean it that way. Or no, no, like it's like this. Or, and some of his past things kind of still leave a bad taste. Like when he ripped on that girl and like, I like did all that. Like stuff. yeah, like you know, you do stupid shit in the past. But I just, I just don't like his whole vibe. Huh. You don't like his vibe. So like, what like, is it because he's too like outspoken? Do you don't like it when the like the player like, like everything he said? He's great. You can say whatever you want. Just. I, He's not like I, I Kurt Schilling also, bad. You don't think he's like Kurt Schilling bad, no, like, like no, Aubrey no, Huff bad. No. He's just uh, his no, agent. No. I think his agent. I think his agent really speaks well Tra- with him too. You know they, have like, they seem like they're close. And this and this really has like nothing to do with because like obviously like guys can sort of I don't care like guys can. I mean honestly, most of the things that Trevor Bauer has said like since he's like been so outspoken, it's like pretty common things that most people agree with. I think, but. He like carries himself like he's like top five pitcher in baseball when he's had like one good year. So that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to take it. Every pitcher has a gunfighter mentality. So he's maverick to everybody. You know, he's he's always like, maverick in his story. 
So that's it, truth. It, it'd be like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, what was that guy from that Bulls that Jordan kept shitting on? Uh, Burrell? Yeah, Scott Burrell. It'd be like, like Scott Burrell <laughs> just like, talking all this shit. And it's like, calm down. That's true. I mean, that's, I just, I don't know. Like, I think he's a douchebag, but I also agree with a lot of what he says. Yeah. The guy knows how to like. He's. Have you ever heard a teammate speak ill of him and all of this? Like after he's popped off so many damn times, uh, even against the the. the, the, the time off to it, to be no. honest with you. Oh well, nobody pops off because they all like him. He's he's a good clubhouse guy. So whatever he might win in twelve games, he might win six games this year. He mm-hmm. might win six, but he's gonna he's gonna elevate some of those young dudes. I can see it. I mean, I don't. And the whole lightning rod thing, I get that. Like him and Amir are great together, by the way. Put those two in a room. I got a podcast. We're happy. That would be an interesting show. Um, but yeah, speaking of shows, that's the end of this one. Uh, but at the same time, I love Charlie Bauer because Spark the Cubs World Series comeback. So yeah, true. I knew that was coming. I, I knew that was coming. Um, I also I also love drones. Um oh yeah, he's also a dumbass who cut himself flying yeah. a fucking drone. So Great being unselfish. It's like a Cardinals catcher I know too that cut his hand opening up a buck knife. Great job, Trevor. Very team first guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So next week we'll do Cub Sox over under. We'll have a better understanding of what these 40 man rosters and uh, taxi squads look like. A little bit better understanding on the logistics of travel because that's still we don't know. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a schedule by next week. Report dates too, probably. Like yeah, full we'll, on. Full on. We'll wait. Once oh, the fourth of July. Fourth of July is six days from now, so five days, seven days from now. Six days, seven days. Fourth of July is next Saturday. It's on a Saturday, so it's eight days from now. Right, we'll be all right. Jesus, Siri, shut up. Siri just uh, answered my question. Yeah, so we'll, hopefully we'll have a lot more. But the the big underlying tone here, supposedly baseball is back. So let's just enjoy that for right now. Soak it There's in. There's actually a plan. We're actually doing over unders on a realistic season, not on MLB the Show or whatever. And yeah. we're not drafting foods. Yeah, we're not drafting foods or movies or any of that shit. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at Pinwheels Ivy Pod. Shout out to Zangu. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Be careful out there and, uh, take it easy. Wear a mask. Please. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season, make it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. This is what you waiting for. You can put it on the boy. Every season make it all change Take me out to the bar This is what you waiting for You can put it on the board Every season make it all change